Hello and welcome to Boston Blackie from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Hey, hey, kids, put a lid on that chatter. Old Professor Beasley will be here any second. That was the last bell. Hey, Tom, that was the last bell. And do you know what? History's being made in this classroom this morning. You mean history's being taught here, Sally? Being made. Have you ever known Professor Beasley to be late to class before? No. Hey, that's right. In 30 years of teaching, he's never been late once. Well, you ought to know you've been a sophomore that long. (laughs) Hey, hey, everybody, listen. Hey, listen, one of Daniel College's oldest traditions has just been broken. Professor Beasley's late for the first time in 30 years the first time in his life. And let's hope he never shows up. <laughs> What's the joke, ladies, gentlemen? Oh, it's that handsome Professor Stephen. Uh, hi, hi, Professor. Good morning, Tom. Say, uh, <clears throat> Professor Stevens, are you going to unravel the mystery of history for us this morning? Yes, sir. If you'll put up with me. What's the matter with old Grumpy, Professor Stevens? Old Grumpy? You know, Beasley. The old sourpuss sick? Or dead, maybe? (laughs) I fail to see the joke of that remark, ladies and gentlemen, though I have a passing sense of humor. But Professor Beasley will not conduct the class today because he is dead. What? Matter of fact, he's been murdered. Murdered? And unquestionably by one of us. You're sure it's pure, and it's just as smooth. Yes, you're sure it's pure. CV's clear, clean taste tells you that and more. From your first sip of the smooth, creamy foam that billows on top of your glass, right down to that last delicious, full-flavored drop, you'll find CV bright and sparkling, light and lively, with the rich, robust, and full-bodied flavor of a real honest-to-goodness beer. A premium quality beer. Premium quality that costs you no premium in price. Our enthusiastic friend, whose voice you just heard, has a special message for those who are not familiar with the beer with the million-dollar flavor. 
Just listen. Try it. Just try CV, and you'll agree there is no finer beer. You're sure it's pure, and it's just as smooth. Yes, sir, just as smooth. And now, on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Hello. Hello, Mary. This is Blackie. Oh, hello, Blackie. Get those tickets to the game this Saturday? Certainly, Daniels College remembered its star alumnus. <laughs> Only I'm supposed to make a speech at the big rally tonight. Want to come uptown with me? Well, yeah. When are you leaving? Right now. We can spend the day up there. Oh, I'd love that. I think the campus is one of the most beautiful spots in town. One of the most beautiful, but certainly the dullest. Oh. Nothing ever happens at my old school. <laughs> Going up to Daniels College again tonight to talk to that Ross Hunter boy again, Mike? Yeah, I was there today, Jim, but I'm going back. And the way I got him buttered, he'll be a pro after the game next Saturday, and he'll be with our team, too. If nobody else gets them first. I'm going to beat it back to Daniels College right away. I've gone to too much trouble to let anything or anyone keep me from signing that kid. <laughs> going to help me with my homework, or are you just going to sit there all evening to decorate the Delta Gamma house? I'll help you, Sal, but I've got a lot on my mind. Well, some of it better be the exam I'm taking in English tomorrow. Well, it's not. Oh, come on now. What were Shakespeare's dates? 1564 to 1616. Look, Sal, I'm worried about this Professor Beasley murder. Tom Douglas, you and I had nothing to do with it. We were in Professor Stevens' class when Professor Beasley was killed. And we were waiting for Professor Beasley when we heard the news. I know, but... Now, look. Here. Ask me the questions on this paper and see Wait a minute, Sal. Sure, we were in Stephen's class when old Beasley was killed, but that's just why we're mixed up in this case. A little. We're not mixed up in it, even a little, little. But, Sal, remember in Stephen's class at the very start of the period? Hmm. My nose was shiny, so I powdered it. Oh, now, look. Maybe if you were as bright as your nose, you'd know what happened. Nothing happened. I was there, and I know. I was there, too, and something did happen. What are you talking about? Sal, I don't know what to do. I I just don't know what to do. Are you trying to be a hero or something? No, I'm just trying to do the right thing. I know something, Sal. I know something, but I don't want to do anything about it. Because it might mean I know who killed Professor Beasley. I, uh, talk to you a minute, Professor Stevens. Oh, Mr. Hunter, come in. Uh, thanks. Well, how's our star athlete this morning? Uh, not so good. I'm, uh, I'm still worried about that exam I've got to take. Oh, yes, you would have taken eligibility examination with Professor Beasley this afternoon, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I was. Well, as second in command to Beasley in this department, I suppose it falls on me to give you your examination. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I came to see you about, Professor Stevens, and, uh, Look, uh, could you sort of make it, uh, well, uh, not too tough, you know? I'll give you every chance in the world to pass. <laughs> Thanks, Professor Stevens. I, I knew you would. <laughs> and uh, there's uh, just one more thing, Professor. Yes? Uh, you take over Beasley's job, don't you? That's right. 
Well, I, I guess both of us are better off with him dead, huh? Thanks, Sally. I'll need it. Hiya, Ross. Hi there. Get one over passing to that exam and we'll beat Carlton by a million. Well, I try, son. I try. Oh, Ross. Yeah? Ross, wait for me. Okay. Hello, Emily. Oh, Ross. I've been looking all over the campus for you. Well, you found me. Isn't it awful about poor old Professor Beasley? Well, it's not good. Uh, look, I've, I've got to get going. I'll go with you. No, you won't, and quit hanging on my arm. You never objected before. What's the matter, Ross? The exam? I'm not taking the exam till tomorrow. I'm going to Dean Emerson's office to see the cops. The police? What for? Because they sent for me, that's what for. Oh. Oh, about Professor Beasley. Yeah, they, uh, they probably think I killed him. And I guess they've got plenty of reason to think so, too. Well, I certainly never expected to run into a murder case on the campus, Dean Emerson. We never expected to have one. But since we have, I'm awfully glad you're here, Blackie. Thank you. And you too, Miss Wesley. Oh, I'm never much help, Dean Emerson. Usually all I do is stand around and marvel at Blackie. Well, none of us will be standing around in a few minutes. I'm expecting... That fellow how to hear you? Oh, Blackie, what are you doing here? Well, I belong here, Faraday. This is my old school. Sure, sure. The only school you ever went to was a reform school. Sorry oh. to disappoint you, Inspector, but I couldn't pass their entrance examinations. Quiet, Blackie. Dean Emerson, I'm Inspector Faraday. Pleased to meet you, Inspector. Oh, Inspector, Ross Hunter's here. Send him in, Matthews. Okay, Hunter. Wait a minute. Go on in. No, no, not you, young lady. But I'm going in with him. Emily, stay out here, will you? I'll be right out. No, I want to go in with you. You stay out there, young lady. Who is that girl, Dean Emerson? Uh, Emily Washburn. Isn't she pretty? And brilliant, Miss Wesley. She's our leading student. Runs in the family, I guess. Her mother, Kathy, was a brilliant student, too. Come here, Hunter. Okay, okay, I'm coming. Hunter, you were supposed to get a special exam from Professor Beasley this morning. Yeah? If you flunked it, you wouldn't be able to play in the game this Saturday. That's right. And I understand it's the most important game of the season. Well, for me it is. It's the only good competition we've had all season. And if I'm as good as I look, I get a big professional contract. And I sure can use it. Enough to kill for it, maybe? You figure that out. Okay, Hunter. Don't leave this campus without my permission. That's all for now. Yes, sir. Remember now, don't leave this campus without my permission. No, sir, I won't. Suspect number one, Faraday. Dean Emerson, who else on or off the campus headed in for Beasley? Why, no one, Blackie. Of course, young Professor Stevens, uh, J.L. Stevens, could benefit by Beasley's death. In fact, he will. How, Dean Emerson? Well, Beasley headed the history department and enjoyed the prestige and rather good salary that went with it. Stevens will inherit his job. Faraday, are you thinking the same thing I am? No, you're thinking the same thing I am. Let's go have a little talk with this Professor Stevens. Your name's Stevens, J.L. Stevens. Yes, but can't you wait until you 
you're invited before you walk into my office? Look, I'm not one of your students. Obviously not, or I'd know you. You'd have better manners. Now, look, you. This is extremely annoying. Skip it. Skip it. You giving my boy Ross Hunter that exam he's got to take? Your boy? That's right. Oh? My name's Boswell, Mike Boswell. I manage the professional team he's going to play for after he knocks him dead in Saturday's game. Oh, I see. Well, Mr. Hunter will have to tap out a passing exam before he knocks anything dead or any other way this coming Saturday. Look, I'm telling you, you passed the kid around. I think you'd better let go of me. Sure, after I let go with one of these. Now, that was nothing. Here's a sample of what you'll get if you don't pass the you kid. You... All right. What? All right, bring it up. Come on, bring it up. Grab the sword, Faraday. He's killing the guy with the glasses right. on. I got him. Right. Okay, okay. Let go of me. I'm through with him. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. You're Professor Stevens, aren't you? Yes, I am. This man... I'm I know Bo- who he is. I know him. He's manager of the Beavers, Mike Boswell. Your team hasn't been doing so well lately, has it, Mike? It's going to do all right next year. Lead the league with Ross Hunter playing for us. It better or I hear you'll lose your job. That's a lot. So this guy will lose his job if Hunter doesn't play from him. Huh? That's right, Faraday. Blackie, we come up to talk to Stevens, but every guy we see is a suspect. The things I'm learning at college. Anderson and from Ross Hunter and a couple of the boys in the team that's going to win this Saturday. But first, I want you to listen to Boston Blackie. All right. All right. Wait a minute. I'll make this brief. I know this isn't the kind of a talk you students expect at a rally, but this does have some bearing on the game Saturday. What I have to tell you is there won't be a game this Saturday if the circumstances surrounding the death of Professor Beasley are not cleared up. So if any of you know anything you think that I ought to know, let me know, and I'll do my best to see that you get that game this Saturday. I'm going to be in Professor Beasley's office. Somebody in this crowd better come to me before I come after him. Boston Blackie? Yes, come in. Oh, I'm Tom Douglas. I'm a student here. I was at the rally tonight and... And uh, so you've brought me some information, have you? Yeah. You think you know where almost all the students were when Beasley was killed, don't you? Well, I have an attendance record showing who was in the class at the time he was killed, and all were present, as far as I know, and accounted for. All but one. Emily Washburn. Really? The way I understand it, Professor Beasley was killed between 9 and 10 this morning, huh? Well? Well, at that time, Professor Stevens has a class, and I was in it. I'm taking to history court. Well, that isn't important. Tell me what is. Well, well, Emily Washburn wasn't in that class early this morning, and and Professor Stevens never even called out her name. Oh, she wasn't in class, and Stevens called the roll, but didn't call her name. That's right. And maybe this means something, Blackie, but Emily Washburn is the girlfriend of our star athlete, Ross Hunter. Light and lively, you bet. 
bright and sparkling. Yes, sir. And it's just as smooth. Now, there's a description of C.V.'s flavor that should make you want to pour yourself a glass of champagne velvet right now. When you do, you'll find your taste tempted by the creamy snow-white foam that billows on top of your glass. And you'll see C.V.'s purity in its pale, clear amber color, a promise of real thirst satisfaction. But don't just look. Taste it. You'll find it, as our enthusiastic friend says, bright and sparkling from foam to finish with a clear, clean taste that makes you sure it's pure. A premium quality beer made with more costly premium quality materials, premium quality that costs you no premium in price. Remember, you're sure it's pure and it's just as smooth. And now back to Boston Blackie. Professor Beasley of Daniels College is murdered. Boston Blackie and Inspector Faraday investigate and uncover these suspects. Ross Hunter, star athlete, who was to take an eligibility exam from Beasley, J.L. Stevens, next in line to Beasley as head of the history department, and Mike Boswell, manager of a professional team anxious for Hunter's services if he plays and stars in the big game. As we return to our story, it is early evening, and Blackie and his friend Mary Wesley are investigating a fourth suspect, Emily Washington. Hold the flashlight a little higher, will you, Mary? Oh, uh, like this? Yes, that's fine. Blackie, what do we do if Professor Stevens comes in and catches us looking through his file? We keep right on looking, and if he doesn't like it, we'll... Yeah. Oh, <gasps> someone's coming. Yeah, I've turned off the flashlight. Duck back at the file. Okay. That's it. Whoever it is is coming this way. Yeah. Uh-oh. I think he's going to turn on the light. He did. Well, what are you two doing here? How do you do? Uh, how are you, Stevens? Blackie, what are you doing here? We're looking through your files, Professor Stevens. Oh, excuse me, Miss Wesley, Professor Stevens. Uh, how, how I do? want to know what you're doing here. I told you, Stevens. Now, if you want to know why, you tell me why you didn't call Emily Washburn's name when she was absent from class this morning, and you marked her present, didn't you? Why, yes, I did. You see, uh, she's never been absent before, and I didn't want to spoil her perfect attendance record if she had a reasonable excuse, and I'm sure she'd have one. It wouldn't count as an absence on her record. Satisfied? Not very. Emily Washburn could have killed Professor Beasley since her whereabouts were unknown at the time of his death. You realize that, don't you? Well, yes. Then why uh, didn't you report that she was absent from class? Why? Because in the excitement caused by the murder, I forgot. Well, Professor Stevens, take my word for it. I'm going to remember that you forgot. Come on, Mary. I'm with you. I'll be seeing you, Stevens. I hope not. Miss Emily Washburn, please. Speaking. Emily, this is Professor Stevens. Oh, yes. Uh, Emily, you're going to have a visitor sometime soon, Boston Blackie. Boston Blackie? That's right. He's coming to see me. Yes, he is. I, uh, I thought you'd like to know. Hello? Oh, yes, Mary. Blackie, I've just come from Emily Washburn's sorority house where you asked me to go. Yes? She's not at the Delta Gamma house. She got a phone call and went out immediately. Nobody's seen her since. Oh. 
Well, look, did you find out where Emily lives? Her hometown, I mean? Yeah, the house mother said it was Arlington. Yeah. A small town about 100 miles from here. I've been around you so long, I just naturally ask the right questions, I guess. <laughs> I pick things up very quickly, don't you I? You sure do. And as soon as we're through talking, I'm going to pick up something myself. Oh, what? The phone. I'm going to put in a call for Arlington and maybe find out who had it in for Professor Beasley. <laughs> Tom, you've been very helpful to me. Thank you, sir. You came and told me about Emily Washburn not being in that early class, and I appreciate it. I wasn't trying to get Emily in a jam, Blackie. I know that. Now I want to know something else. Yeah? Have you any idea where your star athlete, Ross Hunter, was at the time Professor Beasley was killed? Well, I wish I could help you, Blackie, but all I know is that my roommate said he was talking to Hunter about that time on campus, and that there were a lot of kids around. I see. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Oh, Blackie, will there be a game Saturday? You said if somebody came and gave you some information, the big game wouldn't be called off. I'm not concerned with Saturday's game, Tom. I'm worried about the game a murderer has been playing with Faraday and me. Oh? The score is one to zero, and I'm the zero, because I found out absolutely nothing about him. to do this, Dean Emerson. Yes? But I think I'm going to arrest one of your students for murder. Ross Hunter. Oh. He's the most logical suspect so far. Well, undoubtedly, he did have a lot to gain by Professor Beasley's death. But Inspector Faraday, I'm sure he's innocent. Oh. I'm almost positive of almost it. Almost positive of what, Dean Emerson? Oh, hello, Blackie. Of Ross Hunter's innocence. But Faraday here thinks he's guilty, huh? I didn't say he's guilty. I said he's the most logical suspect. Well, maybe so. But I'm working on the theory that Emily Washburn killed Professor Beasley. Emily Washburn? I've called her home in Arlington. Found she was there. She's on her way back, though. She looks very guilty to me. Oh, no, 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 Blackie. She couldn't have done it. I know it. Do you know where she was at the time Beasley was murdered? Why, in class, I imagine. She wasn't? No. Do you know anything about her background? Well, I... No, I don't. Well, I guarantee I'm going to find out. I'm going to the college library, and uh, Faraday... If I find a book, you'll be able to book a killer. We'll try the college yearbook for 24 years ago, Mary. We've tried all the others. Yeah, I have it right here, Blackie. Nothing in the 23-year-old book that could help us, hmm? Uh, not a thing, no. Here, I'll help you look, though. Okay. Hey, Blackie, look. Hmm? Here's, a, here's a picture of a senior named Joseph Emerson. Well, that could be Dean Emerson, couldn't it? Probably is. Uh, what does it say about him? Joseph Emerson, nicknamed Joe, Alpha Alpha Mu, history medal, literature medal, and then in quotes, top man with a top girl. Let me see that. Yeah, here it is. Mary, keep your fingers crossed. All right, there. If I find one other thing in this book, I'll have the one thing I need to name our murderer. I'm sure Dean Emerson won't mind. By all means, Inspector. Well, stop telling me what to do, Blackie. All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to clean up this case right now. Now he's in the sanitation department. Hold it, Inspector, and listen. Yeah, who can do anything else? There were four suspects in our case. Ross Hunter, Emily Washburn, Mike Boswell, and Professor Stevens. Hooray, you can count. Just a second. Every one of those suspects has an alibi, an alibi I personally checked. Oh, fine. Ross Hunter was on campus at the time Professor Beasley was killed. Several students confirmed this. Emily Washburn did skip class at the time of his death, but she was in a sorority house. That was confirmed by Mary. 
Now we're talking about confirmation. It's true that Emily did leave campus when I started to investigate, but she went to see her mother in Arlington. I phoned there and found that out, but more about that later. Well, what about Boswell and Professor Stevens? Stevens had a class, and Boswell was on his way back to town. That's definite. Do you also know who killed Professor Beasley, Blackie? I said I was going to clean up this case, didn't I, Dean Emerson? Yes, I know who killed the professor. You did. What? Well, Dean? I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you then. Dean Emerson, when I asked you about Emily's family right here in this office... You told me you didn't know anything about them. Yet earlier, when Emily was outside with Ross Hunter, you told us her mother was a star student. Well, that's fine evidence. It wasn't much, but it gave me something to go on. So, I go checked on. back in the Daniels College yearbooks and found your picture. Underneath it was a line, the top man with the top girl. I looked further and found a picture of the top girl in that class, Catherine Washburn. You were engaged to her, weren't you? No. No? No, Blackie. I was married to her. Emily is our daughter. She was worried about her mother. She thought her mother might have killed Beasley for the same reason I did kill him. That's the reason she went to Arlington. Well, never mind that. Why did you kill him? What's the difference uh, if you did find out Emily was your daughter? When I was graduated from this college, Emily's mother and I were married. Yeah. We moved to another city, and I, I didn't do too well. Mm -hmm. Catherine, Emily's mother, decided to help. She got a job in a bank after Emily was born under another name to protect my pride and stole money from that bank. What? It's true, though I'd rather nobody knew about it. Even though I guess it doesn't matter now. Go ahead. Catherine served ten years in jail under the assumed name she had adopted and came back to live with her daughter in Arlington under her maiden name. Were you two ever divorced? No. No, but we decided it would be better if she continued to live in Arlington as Catherine Washburn. If anything about her past had come up, it would have ruined Emily's career. She'll be a brilliant educator, gentlemen. Or she... Would have been if this hadn't happened. Beasley found out about your wife, threatened to tell the newspapers, and so you killed him. He threatened to tell unless I resigned in his favor, yes. And, uh, well, that's about all. Yeah. Well, okay, let's get out of here. Coming, Dean Emerson? Why, yes, Inspector. Sorry, Dean Emerson. I wonder how many years that yearbook is going to get you. Quite an experience, wasn't it, Blackie? Only goes to prove what happens when you go back to your old school, Mary. It was really quite a case, though. Well, they ought to give you your letter for solving it. D.C., you mean? Hmm, for Daniels College. Hmm? Darn clever, Mary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's going to win the game, Sanity. No, one team or the other. It has to be that way, doesn't it? Could be a tie. Oh, of course. It's a cinch Ross Hunter will be playing, though. So my old school will have a chance. Mm, I'd rather you were in there. Well, thank you, Mary. You're welcome. You think I could help my team win? No, but at least I'd know where you were. Blackie, you have no idea how elusive you can be. Oh, wait till I really get to work on being hard to find. Anytime you do, brother, I'm going to go to work on being hard to get. <laughs> no deal. From now on, you'll be able to find me whenever you want. <laughs> uh, let's stop someplace and have something to eat, huh? All right. We'll get a steak cum laude. Come again? Cum laude. That means with honors. It's Latin. Oh, I want a steak with ushrooms, May. <laughs> means mushrooms. Pig Latin. <laughs> Maybe it's just as well we don't go to college every week. We'd come back talking calculus. You can't talk calculus. That's mathematics. Certainly it is. But when I talk it, it becomes a figure of speech. Oh, Blackie. <laughs> Premium quality. Yes, sir. Premium price. No, sir. 
There is no finer beer, and it's just as smooth. And that's saying a lot in a few words, for champagne velvet is accepted everywhere as a beer of real premium quality. Here's why. Champagne velvet's famous formula calls for only the more costly premium quality materials, and CV is made the more costly way. No time saved at the expense of careful brewing. No cost saved at the expense of controlled aging. Aging that brings CV to you at the peak of its famous million-dollar flavor. But CV's flavor tells you all of that. Full-flavored thirst satisfaction, of course. But more than that, CV's clear, clean taste makes you sure it's pure. Yes, sir. Proves premium quality at no premium in price. You're sure it's pure. And it's just as smooth. Uh, now, here's an example of what's in store for you on next week's Boston Blackie Adventure. <laughs>